You're listening to a Black Woman's Podcast, and I'm your host, Nikki Porsche. Let's get started. Today we have a special guest, Holosity of Unscripted. Um, I just, first of all, thank you for starting what you started, right? Like, I know a lot of people are like, whoa, I don't know what this is. So we're going to give you a brief history of what it is. But thank you, first of all, Black women, being courageous, believing in yourself, believing in all of the naysayers who said you wouldn't be able to do it to help strengthen you. Like that takes a lot. But for those of them who are not familiar, exactly what is Unscripted? So Unscripted is an interactive streaming shopping network that is made by bringing together amazing Black-led content with Black-owned businesses into a space where while you're watching TV, which is beautiful and culturally given, um, you're also able to shop the content with Black-owned brands like buy from a Black woman. So yeah, that's, that's what Unscripted is. Hopefully it's the, not hopefully, it is the future of TV, especially for our community. And I know so often, I know back in the day, I'm dating myself, but you know, I'm grown. We all know I'm grown on this podcast. I will watch television and I'm like, oh, I wonder where they got that from. Or I wonder where I can find something like that. And I will have to go to, I don't know if you remember this blog called YBF, Young, Black, and Fabulous. I'm really dating myself now. But she will always have like, okay, this is what they wore, where they were on this show, or this is the song that played. So when I first learned about Unscripted, it Remind me of that like pop up video in real time before black culture, if that makes sense. Yeah. And to be honest with you, even Claire Somers does it with um, Fashion Bomb Daily, where it's like they'll find out where stuff is from. And you know what? One of the things that I know about black women, and it might, I don't know, bring up some stats about black women working in the FBI, but we really do find out information. And I was really one of those ones that would be like, I really do like that shirt. And I would Google and I would search and I would look and I would find Instagram and I would find. And that's so much work. Um, If I want to support somebody from my community, or even if I just want to support somebody and buy something that I like, I don't need to have to go through all of that so I can directly get it. So yes, you are right. It is very similar to, I'm, I'm glad that you said the uh, pop-up video because that's something that we really like. So um, yeah, you're absolutely right. That is that is the goal is to make it more instant and direct to be able to get these products directly to the consumer without really interrupting how they're watching the content. Yes, and that's God's work because I know when I see Twitter threads, I go straight to the comments to see who actually did the labor um, to get the information that I'm like, this is cute, but I want to know where this shirt was from or where are they at? Like, what is this restaurant? Like, it's a black owned, especially if it's black owned, black woman owned. That's my thing. So, how did you actually come up with this idea? What made you say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do? You know what? One of the things that I say in the show is that you're allowed to morph. So to be honest with you, when I first started what I was doing, I knew I was going to start a network, but I was focused on news and covering black news for the community. I was going to get this RV and travel all around like the United States and just pop up at stuff that was going on that wasn't being covered properly. And I do still want to have that aspect of unscripted exist. But as I was trying to figure out a way to make money while doing this whole thing, I started working with businesses and I started finding out that these businesses that I was talking to had amazing stories and really just wanted to share what they were doing. 
Um, some of the businesses I've worked with are doing amazing, but the the reality is that they needed to to get out there and to share this their stories, and then also that there was this huge disconnect between the businesses and the content creators. Content creators want to create, and sometimes we create on a shoestring budget, so it doesn't look like what it's supposed to, and it doesn't get the right audience. Um, so as I was navigating both worlds, being a content creator, being a business owner, and then working with both of these types of people, I say, you know what? We gotta, we gotta bring these two things together, and then add in the fact that when I watch TV, I'm always trying to shop what I see. So I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> like, like y'all shows could be better, and your content could be, you know, like, like I'm just seeing all these different things, and instead of asking like, who's gonna fix it? Why don't people care? Why don't this? All of the answers kept pointing back to sis. You gotta do it, and that's that's how it happened. Now, I know so many Black women out there, we find things that we're supposed to be doing. All signs point to what we're supposed to be doing, but yet we still run. We'll say, ah, oh, somebody else will do it. You sure you're talking to me? I don't know about that. That's a lot of work. I will research it. Like, you know what? I need a nap. I need a drink. I need, <laughs> I, need, I need to go shopping. Everything but what we're supposed to do. What was the turning point for you when you were like, you know what? I'm going to follow this calling. I'm going to follow this dream. Um, honestly, it was everything that you just said. And the fact that I had just graduated from college and I was the one that everyone knew like, oh, she's going to live out all of her dreams. She's going to do all these great things. But I also had a baby. Like as soon as I graduated, I was pregnant secretly my whole, um, <laughs> senior year. So then I come out with this baby and some of the things people said were like, dang, you just threw away your whole future. Like they were saying some really harsh things. And then I finally did get a job in my field. And I was like, whatever, I'm about to do this. And then I was like, okay, so this doesn't work. This doesn't actually align with what I want to do, especially for my baby, especially for me coming out of Howard, you know, like, like, dang, you know? So um, it was honestly that I didn't have any time to think about what I was doing. The only thing that I could do was figure out a way to survive and to figure out a way to make a change for my kid before he grew up, before he. And and one of the, the straw that broke the camel's back while I was in the newsroom was the Trayvon Martin incident and Sandy Hook. It was it was almost like they, they kind of went together. It just it morphed. And, and I was like, oh, my God, like, no, like I, I got to figure something out. So I didn't have time to take a drink. I didn't have time to take a nap. I didn't have time to try and do all these things to put it on the back burner. I really had to to hit the ground running, even if I didn't know what direction I was going in or where it was going to lead me. And um, I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I, I decided to just take that leap and jump. Yeah, I'm glad you did, too, because it's a game changer, right? You really are out here changing the game, changing the way content creators and also business, but also how technology is used more user friendly as well. So we're grateful that you didn't do all that stuff, but just jumped forward. And you talked about sharing stories and you are part of the founding in color season two. Tell us about that experience. Like how did that come to be? And what was it like to sit down with other black and brown founders um, to share your story? I am going to hype up um, the whole entire founding in color team as much as I possibly can, because that entire experience from point A to point 
we still in it. It has just been really amazing. Um, so I was familiar with the previous season. There were there was a founder that was from DC. There was a founder that I actually connected with that's also in the streaming world. And I was familiar with it. And I, I thought it was cool. I thought that it spoke to what I was doing too. And when the applications came around for people to like say like, hey, I want to be in it everybody sent it to me and when i say everybody i mean like my dms were jumping from people being like apply 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 so i was like i mean i'm gonna apply so then from that point on the interviews the conversations connecting with other founders even even ones that that didn't get on the show like just connecting with these founders and knowing that the world is not this this bubble because as a black founder it gets hard and you seem like you are the only one and your friends are out here working either nine to fives or trying to figure out other things in their lives and you are out here really trying to like you're getting dirty and it's hard so being able to not only be affirmed that what i'm doing really does matter but being able to sit around other amazing black and brown founders and hearing their stories and relating to them and then also being taken care of so delicately yeah people talk about this soft woman era let me tell you something okay <laughs> the founder and color team definitely helped with that whole soft era making sure that even though my entire journey as a, a founder had been hard that that experience that they gave us was going to be something beautiful that we could cherish and that we could live up to um they helped us pick out outfits like they helped us they they set us up with the best makeup artists they had people styling us they had like it was just from top to bottom just a really great experience and i really appreciate them for taking that much care and putting it into these black and brown founders at whatever stage that we're at, um, because it it is it is helping and I do appreciate it. So yes, I love I it. love that. And you can learn more about Philosophy and other black and brown founders. But you know we were we were rooting for the black woman over here. Um, watch season two of Founding in Color on Black Enterprise on Infinity and on Peacock. Um, this three part series is streaming now, and all episodes are available for more information visit foundingincolors.com. You know we got to pay bills around here. But you can learn more about her story, but we're going to talk to her as a Black woman over here. We had to get all the business stuff out the way, but we want to go about the Black woman behind the business. Now, being a Black woman business owner, being Black, being a woman, being in media is not easy. Um, I know it's not easy on this side, so I can only imagine being deep into it. Can you share a story uh, when you was like, this shit is some shit. Um, <laughs> and let us know, like, how were you able to just remind yourself that you are worthy of all the things? Oh, my goodness. You know, so many rushes of thoughts and ideas just ran through my body. Like, I, I literally was just like, oh, my God. Um <laughs> Wow, a story of when I knew because you know it's like a it's like a roller coaster. Them stories come up every so often, but then when you get to the other side, you're like, oh my God, I, I did it. Um to be honest with you, I think one of the stories that I could say is when I knew that this this was like, nah, I don't know if I want to do this, was when um I was working with an amazing um operations officer and she was she she loved what we were you know what i ain't gonna be able to do that one hold on <laughs> <laughs> you caught yourself i ain't gonna be able to do that one 
Never mind. Let me see. Because because th there's a lot of stories. As a matter of fact, you know what? I know one. Well, before we go to that, can you share why you're not able to do that one? Because that might be something for, for the listeners to learn. Like you caught yourself before you went too deep into it, but yeah. is there a reason why you had it? Why you caught yourself? Well, yeah, because just just as important as it is to take care of the way that we're telling our stories, um, we need to make sure that we're taking that same care with the people that we know that are even of our community and from our community. And um, I mean, to be honest with you, the story was about burnout, but it's not my story. It affected me. But it's not my story to tell. And I don't think that that is something that I should focus on. And the reality is all it shows is how hard it is to be a founder that somebody that was close to me on my team was burnt out from what she was doing. So, um, no, nah, it just it just was like, no, nah, you, you got you got other stories to tell. But to be honest with you, there are a lot of stories. Some of these stories that are in my past are dark, are really dark. And I don't want anyone who's listening to think that, you know, like now that people make it to certain levels or now that they're about to break through to something that they don't have a history of like a past or that they don't have experiences that could have really broken them. I've been broken, like for real, I have been broken before and piecing myself together, piecing people around me together, like doing that ultimately becomes a part of my job, you know? So, um, so yeah, I just, I just felt like hmm, maybe that's a story for another day, but I do know that there is somebody out there that really might be thinking like, yeah, I'm not about to do this. Like I hear all these people are making it and yada, 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 but this ain't for me. And you know, I hear you and, and explore that emotion because because to be honest with you, everyone has explored the thought process of I can't do it. I won't go through with it. I can't whatever. But then when you finally get all of that emotion out, just like you were talking about meditation, you got to take some time out and to think through, like, why do you feel that way? What can you do differently? How can you push through to it? Does it really matter if you do what you're doing or if you don't? Do you have something else that is pushing you even harder? If not, if your answer is always still like this is within you and it's going to haunt you until you do it, then sis brother whoever's listening you gotta do it <laughs> like you just gotta do it and thank you for sharing that as well because like that's a lesson in itself sometimes people want to share other people's stories and it's not your story to tell it's not your platform like, you can advocate on behalf of certain things and how you were able just to say you know what i want to share this but no because there are some dark things and social media will have you out here thinking everything is rainbows and happy meals let me tell you something as a single mom my, my son's grown now but as a single mom i don't know how some of these single moms are doing this work um because it's hard. Like when my child was a child, it was rough. I couldn't imagine when he was three, four or five trying to do my life purpose as well. Um, of course, things are always working out for me. But at the same time, these kids are demanding. <laughs> these are new kids, yeah. you know? So like there's going to be dark moments and you have to know like that's okay. Like that's more the norm. Um, than always being happy all the time because you're trying to do something that's never been done, something you've never seen before. You had no examples around you. You're mm -hmm. isolated because your friends and family don't understand what you're doing. So there's going to be dark moments. But when you had those dark moments, 
what do you do to affirm yourself? Like, how do you affirm you? Um, one, I kind of talk in third person. Um, and I, I, I do think that it helps me to do that because if my brain is thinking somewhere else and I'm like, Shade, girl, you know darn well that you are too good for that. Then I'm able to kind of like, yeah, I am too good for that. You know, like I, I, I can, I can do that. So I'm, I'm definitely able to kind of like retrace my brain by talking outside of myself. And I, I, I have to do that to my friends and my family too. So I think that that is something that does help. Um, but one of the other things that I do is that I really do care about grace and I really do care about celebrating. So if I do mess up or if I do think something, I, I explore it. I'm like, you know what? I'm allowed to feel this way. It's cool. Let me take some time out. Let me figure this out. But then I'm able to find something, some silver lining, some happy moment, maybe even seeing 11-11 on the clock or something to remind me like, you know what? This is it. Like, keep going, keep pushing, keep doing it. So those are definitely ways that I affirm myself. And I know that we've moved forward, but you said something that I wanted to touch on because you were talking about being a single mom and how it is with these kids. And um, one thing that I do want to say is that back in, like when I first started this, my son thought that he was competing with with unscripted he was like you know like you're you're more concerned about unscripted and sometimes he would act out and he would do certain things to kind of go against what I was doing I even had a show called ambitious girl and he's like what about the ambitious boys and I was like oh my god I forgot like you know like like I'm I'm learning things too right but now now that he's seen me do so much and now that we've been able to and he's featured in the show you know like now that we've been able to do so much together he even affirms me. So I can have a moment and he can be like, no, mom, you need to, you need to get up, get up, mom, like, like do it, you know, like, and, and, and I'm really appreciate that push and that drive that he's able to give me sometimes too. So yeah, I want to. I love that. that. I love that. Especially <laughs> when our children become our cheerleaders and our reminders. Cause of course there are our purpose, right? I know for me, like my son, like having a better life, that's what every generation is supposed to work towards, yeah. being ready for the next generation. But sometimes your children, they do affirm you. They remind you. They check you, too. They're like, wait a minute. Oh, man, you said you wasn't going to do that. You said you was going to such and such. Uh-huh. So I love that, especially like the son-mother relationship. It's it's one of those. But I get jealous of people who have daughters. I ain't going front. But, you know, having my son, like, that's my dude. That's yeah. my dude. So you called yourself Sade, and that was going to be my next question. Like, who are you outside of Unscripted CEO? Like, if we did not know that this was who you were, mm-hmm. what is something where you're like, you know what? I also do this, and you would never know it. What is something um, Sade outside of Unscripted? So Sade outside of Unscripted. You know what? I, I feel like I'm, I'm holistic. Like, I, I like a lot of things. So I love dogs. I have a, a little toy poodle named Afro. And to be honest with you, we probably look like twins today if I pick him up. Um, I love to, to be active. I really have been trying to take up skating. Um, and I need to get my butt back in the gym. But like skating is my thing now. I really like it. I love dancing. I've always been a dancer or a cheerleader or something. Um I don't know. Like to me, I just I just want to live. I just want to have fun. And I watch a lot of TV. Like, I love watching shows, especially if it's a Black show that's, that's like, showing us something new. So I guess outside of Unscripted, 
I'm still, I'm still the same. Like I'm just, I'm somebody that just wants to have fun, wants to see how people live, wants to be active, wants to eat good food. I like pescatarian. Like I really like my seafood and my vegetables and all that type of stuff. And I get creative, but yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> No, but I love that. And that's a question that I get. Like, oh, who are you also? I'm still the same person. Like, I'm still a black woman. I still do black woman things. Uh, but you know, I do this too. So I love it. Skating is on my thing as well. Trying to skate backwards has been like one of my things. I cannot skate backwards for nobody's life. Well, me so. either. <laughs> but, but and I and I list, I got the the best looking skates. People be like, oh, those are some nice yes. skates. And then I get out there and they be like, well, at least the skates is nice. But I'm like, look, y'all, y'all, we're going to do? We're going to show up looking the part, all right? <laughs> like, we won't ever halfway show up. We are going to look like we know what we're doing, regardless of if it's skating, golfing. Right. I don't know how to swim, but best believe when I go to the pool, you would think I am in the Olympics. You, you would think what? so. I just took up a swimming class. Actually, I, I think you should do it. I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot, and I loved it. I'm going to, I'm trying to do a try. I agreed to um, do like a triathlon with one of my friends. So I'm going to have to take, but in water, not open water, inside a pool. Yes. <laughs> how long do you have to train? How you going to agree to do a triathlon and don't even know how to swim, man? Well, it's not like it's next week. I got time. <laughs> <cry. laughs> you know? <laughs> so, woman, we be out here. You know what? I can do a triathlon. You know how to swim? I will. All right now. I will. Keep me accountable, black woman. <laughs> when you see me on social media, like, oh, I just did this trial. You're like, I remember she didn't even know how to swim in February. And I'm going to retweet, repost all of that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Before we go, I live by quotes. I live by books. I read. I underline. I highlight. I know you are. It seems like you're the same. What is a quote that you live by? Okay. What is the quote that you live by? You know what? One of the quotes that I live by and I share it with everyone that I possibly can is that I am more focused on the impact than the income. The income will come, but I know that if I can make an impact in somebody's life, even just one, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So I'm I'm really big on, on trying to make an impact. So that's something that I like to leave with people is like, don't be so focused on the money and the this and the that. Like, Focus on your impact. Focus on your purpose. And I promise you everything else that you're supposed to have with it is going to follow. I love that. I love that. Let the people know how they can find you, how they can be down with you. You know, all the jazz that you got to do to promote yourself. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Of course. So you can follow me on um on Unscripted. You can follow me on Instagram at Felashe Okemokin. I kept it hard for you so that you can make sure that you know how to spell my name. But it's literally my first and my last name. Um, And then also, you can also follow Unscripted on uh, Instagram at U-N-S-K-R-Y-P-T-E-D-T-V. Um, and we are active there. And then just make sure that you check us out, unscripted.tv. We always have something great going on, but as long as you're following us, you'll be able to stay with the updates. And we also have a link to our newsletter there so that you can be able to kind of stay up to par with everything else that we got going on too. I love that. Thank you. Make sure you check her out. Hit that follow button, like, subscribe. Also, if you're not following the Black Woman Podcast, how did you get here? But I'm glad you're here. Make sure that you stay as well. But most importantly, remember, 
you got this black woman. 